I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna so, eat me a lot of peaches. I, I know that, that this generally builds up to uh, an ordering off the menu. Yes. So, rice, rice riches has a has an outstanding menu of pun rice treats. Um, uh, I can that, that um, you can see or I can show you and. Instead of having three entrees, we can order an Omni, which is a three-flavor sampler. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's good. That sounds great. For a modest $14.50. That's right. That's not that much in the in the world of West Village uh, no. deserveries, what, I feel uh, like. What's the most you've ever personally paid for rice pudding, Simon? Uh, I honestly have not ordered rice pudding that much in in your vast experience of ordering rice pudding. What's the most expensive one? I don't know that I could give you a a dollar figure. Rice pudding Uh, is basically the deli at 4am sort of like, right? Yeah, right. It kind of comes, some like Indian restaurants uh, will put it. I feel like in at like the very end of like a meal, and it's not something you like order. It just kind of is part of what they give you. Um, that's I think probably most common when I've had it. But I have been to Rice to Riches. I must. Are we recording, William? Uh, I have it recording. Yeah, I don't. You know whether or not it stays in or not is a question. Sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah. So I have had it. At Rice to Riches, I don't remember what flavor I got, but, um, you know, it, it, yeah, I, I, I have not had rice pudding that much in short. <laughs> okay, well, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, let's introduce the show. Um, Buck, as you may or may not know, we like to have the, the guest provide the title of this podcast. Um. Do you know the title of the podcast? <laughs> we have had several guests who don't know the title of the podcast. Uh, you talking to menu? Yeah, Boom. nailed it. Thank you. Perfect. All right. So this week on you talking to menu, we have a very special guest, Buck Wolf. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Okay. We've got <laughs> Buck Wolf. <laughs> I'm going to check on him. <laughs> Just wanted. Yeah. Right. Uh, we have Buck Wolf on. This is the show in which we pick a menu at some location, somewhere in the country, anywhere in the country, and we peruse all its hot eats and cool treats, and we try to decide whether or not we think IRL it would be worth going to this restaurant. This week, we have a very, 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 very special place to go. Um, It's, some might argue... Too narrowly specific in terms of of its offerings, <laughs> but uh, I think there's something for everyone at this place. Buck, where are you taking us um, this week? We shall go from rice to riches. The eatery is called Rice to Riches. Um, it took me uh, really years to figure out why this 
rice pudding parlor. This is basically like a gelateria, or um, but not with fancy Italian ice cream, but with fancy <laughs> rice pudding. Twenty-one flavors of rice pudding. <laughs> right. And for years, I was passing it. Uh, it's on Spring Street, round Lombardi. Uh, if you're familiar with that part of Manhattan. And I refer to it as just rice pudding, like that store in the mall called Just Shirts. (laughs) Right. Um, Because I didn't understand the the name of the place, Rice to Riches. (laughs) The owner is an an eccentric. He's also uh, a reputed mobster. And... uh, we can get into that. And uh, that is a twist on the Tony Bennett classic, ra- classic rags to riches. <laughs> so it's... You it's can go from rice to riches. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, pruning, a, it's a but... new generation's um, coming of age tale. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I could tell you like my personal relationship with this eatery. So if you, you know, there are places that sell just pizza, of course, and there are a lot of places that sell just ice cream, of course. This place opened in 2003 uh, in um, that part of, like, Little Italy or just north of Little Italy. Um, And uh, it has famously just rice pudding. (laughs) And at the time when I, like, became infatuated with it, uh, I was dating a girl in the neighborhood, and I had just broken my collarbone. And so I was basically stuck at her apartment. And so I spent about six weeks while my collarbone was healing, uh, eating rice pudding. And my <laughs> that month was to what? try all 21 flavors of rice pudding. So... Wait, I, I so you you were eating there so much because it was close by and you couldn't really move very much. Is that the reason? Yeah, I mean, I broke my uh, collarbone biking in uh, St. Martin. Okay. Uh, it was it, it was a it was a horrible ordeal. I looked so bad. I got hit by a car, and uh, I uh, uh, I walked down the street. And since this is a food story. A food podcast. I, I think it's important to mention that I looked so horrible and I was bleeding from so many places <laughs> that I couldn't go into like a store for help. And I tried to go into like a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they made me wait outside. I got <laughs> sort of a lot of uh, like a French. The, the French owner of the ch- Kentucky Fried Chicken sort of like was giving me lip. Like, like, you rarely get that at a Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> right. Well, so, Buck, I, I do want to just briefly mention another food story that is you-related, which is um, I think I will always remember the day that you from you ordered from Paul's De Burger Joint, which is a place that William and I hold near and dear to our heart. Uh, in the East Village, and you ordered the burger that is a raw burger that also, I believe, had a raw egg on top of it. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, it, it was. It was kind of. It, it was kind of uh, 
and experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is not just so for people unfamiliar with Paul's Duh Burger Joint. Um, it's not like a fancy like steak tartare restaurant. Um, it, it's just a, a regular burger place that it's frankly shocking that they have a raw burger option. Yeah, um, that is a, a bold but, move. <laughs> in, at, a, at an iffy restaurant, the last thing you want to do when you order, like, you should always think twice, even if you like rare steak, to not eat a rare hamburger because because right. hamburgers <laughs> chopped up meat, and if there is a, a you know a, a portion of the meat that's not that has some sort of bacteria on it or E. coli or something, it gets mixed up in it, and it's impossible to sort of like like like. Like eat it thoroughly, like cook it thoroughly. So like you know, you have to be careful with hamburgers. And so like, it, yeah, I took my life in my hands. I ordered this; it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lived. Um, but, but you know, it's my nature to always like if I go into an ice cream place, ask what the least popular flavor is, <laughs> and order it. <laughs> so like. I've eaten like wasabi ice cream, uh, you, you know, you know, well, you, you know, always that. But let me tell you about the least favorite ice cream flavor. I worked, <laughs> I had a part-time job in Buffalo, okay, okay. working in it like like I was a student at the University of Buffalo, and worked in an ice cream parlor. And the owner was the cheapest bastard you can imagine, and he. When I had the, the, the like working stiffs, people like me, like empty all the, you know, those drums of ice cream, the scrapings of the very bottom when they're near empty uh-huh. into an em- into a single drum, which he served as an additional flavor. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? Treasure Island. <laughs> And like part of my job that we, that we try to work with, the Treasure Island is like when people say like, "How's the Treasure Island?" They'd be like, "Shit, they're like total." Abort, abort. It was just sort of like a goo of like every flavor. It was ah, oh, was gross. <laughs> so you're the type of guy who looks for the Treasure Island wherever you go, basically. Yeah, I, if I walked into that ice cream, if I didn't work at that place, I would have ordered the Treasure Island. And <laughs> right, the right. That's kind of what what this show is a result of. Like, we're the Treasure Islanders of of just restaurants in general. Like, we would always just try to find the most ridiculous place we could possibly go that would be extremely inconvenient. Like one time, we we uh, took a train out to Jersey, walked along a highway for a couple of miles to go to a long longhorn steakhouse to get a steak stuffed with um, lobster, I think, and cheese. Che- cheese and bacon. Yeah, but there was and... a lobster stuffed one as well. Right. And at the time, I was a vegetarian, so I got the rice pilaf and asparagus. Um... <laughs> was, it, was it actually stuffed? Because I don't like when they, they advertise stuffed food. Like a stuffed mushroom is often like a mushroom with stuffing in it. Yeah. And turkey sometimes comes with a stuffing in it. But right. I was disappointed as a kid ordering like stuffed shrimp. And mm. the stuffing was just under the shrimp. 
It wasn't inside the shrimp. Like I thought, like they were performing like microsurgery right. on the shrimp. <laughs> so they're they, using the latest like, in nanotechnology <laughs> to infuse the shrimp with your stuffing. So they, I believe, what they do is they carve out a, a like <laughs> hole in the bottom of the steak. Like they they slice off enough so that there's like a sort of cavern in the steak, and then put the cheese and bacon or the lobster. So it's like into a steak that. cap or something like more than exactly. a, a stuffed steak. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to, Buck? Do you want to get into the the mob uh, uh, ties to rice to riches? Yeah. So, so rice to riches opened in two thousand three. And if I could take you inside the store, okay, for a second, it is not just 21 flavors of rice pudding. Mm-hmm. The, the, the store has a rice-shaped window that you walk in, and all the corners of every table are rounded to resemble <laughs> a grain of rice. <laughs> Everything is rice-shaped. Themed in there, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, George Foreman naming all of his children a derivation of George. Yes, it's Georgina, <laughs> Georgina, Georgie. Yeah, or or Roger Clemens naming all his sons after K, like a strikeout. Oh, oh wow. that's awesome! Kyle, Courts, Courtney, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I haven't heard about the the rice shaped tables and window <laughs> before. That's I think that's incredible. something you might miss if you're not if you're not looking for it. Okay. Okay. So the, the place is open. I had been there for a while. I like you know in in a in, in a fit of sort of self punishment. I tried to, <laughs> I, to order every item on the menu. Right. Like you weren't feeling bad enough with a broken collarbone. You had to now <laughs> degrade yourself and eating twi- you it's it's difficult to put on a shirt. Literally <laughs> public transportation was a pain. You don't want to ride in a car if you've broken your collarbone. <laughs> so I was just giving my girlfriend a really hard time and eating rice pudding and getting fat as hell. <laughs> and it was I was doing something that uh, uh, um, that that later became a term that Simon taught me, which was hate eating, <laughs> which I think yeah. is something you've discussed on the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, Buck used to see me eat these um, truly horrible um, egg rolls from um, from Trader Joe's, which I think pizza rounds. Pizza rounds, yeah, yeah, but that was that was less of a punishment. That was sort of a grueling task, but it wasn't as bad as the egg rolls, which may have, to Trader Joe's credit, may have been fine if you cooked them in, like, an oven, but I just put them in the microwave. So they were just these soggy, veggie <laughs> egg rolls that, that, yes, Buck would come up to me and, and you know— comment on and i had to tell him and anyone else who would ask because i would i would be making some truly sad sounds <laughs> yeah. at my desk eating these things right uh, that i was just you're, eating them to you, you're them. writing about uh, uh, largely about the plight of a- incarcerated people <laughs> wrongfully imprisoned so like 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 in my mind you were trying to sort of like just relate to the humiliation and the degradation of uh, of, of being confined and being part of the United States prisons. 
I wish that it was as uh, as principled uh, a dining choice as that, but it's mostly just about masochism. <laughs> masochism and extreme thrift. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> extreme thrift. So the owner of Rice to Riches, um, I, I don't have his name uh, in, a, in a way that I can pronounce it. However, uh, in the mid-aughts, he was arrested. This is covered in the New York Times in a story called um, uh, A Pudding Shop and a Mystery. <laughs> he, was he was busted in a, in a giant $21 million gambling ring out in Suffolk County and in Trump Tower. Oh. So he was in cahoots with a number of people um, uh, it, with his gambling ring. And you could tell this guy ran a hokey restaurant because they had a, a gimmicky, gimmicky deal called Big Free Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, – so um, it, uh, uh, they – he got busted – the concierge at the Trump Tower was busted along with him. They, in his father's uh, place, uh, the owner, the owner's place, Peter Morseo, Morseo Jr. Okay, um, they found four hundred thousand dollars in cash and a whole, you know, and a whole cache of, of evidence. So there was a lot of speculation that beyond this pudding, that this pudding place was merely a front for the mafia. Uh -huh. <laughs> and not just someone's insane ode to rice pudding. Yeah. But I want to say, for like, for all that, for all that bad press that they got, this is damn good, elaborate rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> and Simon, if I didn't send the rice pudding to the wrong address, you would know that, right? <laughs> I know. I, I would be eating it right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I, um... How many have you tried? Were you able to to try? Well, I was limited. Okay, so <laughs> I came in. The first one that I tried was sex, drugs, and Rocky Road. Uh -huh. A classic. <laughs> yeah, and then I moved on to Coconut Coma. I had about seventeen or eighteen. <laughs> you said that way too 18. casually. The Coconut Coma was. <laughs> I mean, so, but. All these flavors, you can tell that this is a guy, if you name your store Rice to Riches, you have to sort of, like, like you, you just, you, you just out there. And some of the flavors don't even make any sense, okay? All right, coast-to-coast -coast cheesecake, why? <laughs> Butterscotch Boulevard, why? Okay, the edge of rum, rum raisin. Why? I think that's supposed to be the edge of reason, but reason. Well, that's good. Yes. Well, it's not that good. <laughs> like, that's a stretch. Here's the one that, that stuck with me, okay? Oreo gasm. Right, uh huh. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. here's one, okay? Like, I, I mean, I, mean I, I mean, I can tolerate your, your, your sort of like orgasm jokes. You know, as much as anyone, all right. But one, I'd hesitate to make to make an orgasm joke around food that especially is like 
white and gooey and like <laughs> like, like like resembling ejaculate. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would argue no food looks like ejaculate. More like, more than rice pudding. <laughs> and, and, and I think I could, that's an argument I'm willing to have with you guys. Sure, sure. We can try to come up with other options, right. but that's a good starting. Uh, that's a, that's a tough one to beat. No, I'm just trying to think of like like rice pudding adjacent things like tapioca, but that's cheating, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, some more flavors, okay? Play it again, butter pecan. <laughs> Fine. Oh my god. Yeah. Understanding vanilla. Okay. What? Explain that to me, someone, please. Understand. <laughs> I guess, like, like often you might describe someone boring as being, like, plain vanilla. Okay. Right. But maybe vanilla, possibly, okay, follow me here. <laughs> maybe vanilla is way more complicated and subtle. Okay. So that when you call someone plain vanilla, maybe you're missing something. Right. Um, yes, that's fair. <laughs> I'm still hung up on plain again peanut butter. That is so fun. No, butter no. pecan. Play it again, butter pecan. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's still so good. Butterscotch Boulevard. Raz- raspberry statement. Mm-hmm. Category 5, Carmel. Yeah. Okay, now here's, here's one of the ones, okay, that, that, that I was never able to get. While I was there, because while they they had 21 flavors on the menu, they weren't always able to serve. And this was man-made marscapan. Okay, but all marscapan is man-made, right? No, some are handed handed down from the heavens, Simon. Well, there could be naturally occurring marscapan. <laughs> They're good. I think in Florida you can get naturally occurring marscapan. <laughs> that, yeah. Now, here's a flavor that I had to inquire about. <laughs> it's called old-fashioned romance. <laughs> right. Yeah, that seems like that's the treasure island of the rice. Um, <laughs> It the turns out it's pudding. just plain rice pudding. <laughs> I was going to say, that could just be rice pudding. Yeah, all right. <laughs> right. It's, it's what you really want to get, which is rice pudding flavored rice pudding. <laughs> now, look, I, I just want to – I hope people are aware because this was mentioned in, in, a, in, a, in sort of in passing, but the Vig Free Fridays – yeah. Is I, I mean, like, I'm, we're watching The Sopranos right now, so I am more aware of what a vig is than ever. But, like, I just don't think that's a common term that people know what, what a, unless they've gotten, they've taken out a loan from the mob. Yeah, it's basically the interest that you pay when you, when you, when, when, when you have to pay the rice man. But, <laughs> Simon, let's go with this for a second, you know, because uh, the owner of this place was a a reputed gangster, okay, and of course in business at the Trump Tower where he lived. Um, You know, when we watch the great mob movies, you know, 
uh, Rags to Riches was the theme, essentially, of Goodfellas. It was the opening song. Okay, okay. So there is a mob influence here, but when you think of mob movies, you know, when you think, or when you think of The Sopranos, you know, you think of the Bada Bing nightclub and right. Satriella's a tough pork <laughs> store. The Sopranos would have been totally different if they were hanging out at a rice pudding. What <laughs> 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 tough gangsters actually hang out eating like a big bowl of rice pudding? Right, right. Sorry, Carmela, I'm 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 coming home late because I just had the coconut coma. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to pay the the pudding man. <laughs> My goomba needs another rice pudding. Kumar. Kumar. Yeah, Kumar. Sorry. Sorry. I owe you a big for that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Um, Are you, are you, are we ready here to, to decide which nine of the 20 (laughs) players we're going to consume? Oh, man. So I, (laughs) so we're, we're each going to do an Omni. Is that what you're saying, Simon? Yeah. A trio of three. Okay. If I can explain this, that you buy your rice pudding in, like, these little, of course, rice-shaped plastic containers. (laughs) They kind of (laughs) look – it's a very good plastic container. And the saddest part (laughs) about my order not coming to you, Simon, is that they're reusable. It's great – it's really a sturdy plastic container, and it makes for a great, like, like, like for Dave, for like a like a food dish. Okay. Okay. Great. Your your, your cat. I, you ever get it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I ask, Buck, what is the the largest container you ever went for of of one of these? Oh, I bought the Moby. You did? Oh, I was hoping you might have. Was that the day that she finally broke up with you? What 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 precipitated the Moby purchase? No, I I brought it home to my family and. Let me tell you something about, like, one of my food things. It's like, like, like a lot of children. Like, I always, like, when I was a kid, I hate, hated when my food touched, you know? Like, if you have your vegetables touching your potatoes, touching the gravy, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. You might want to keep your food segregated. Never is that more true when you're talking about rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate, like, like, we've already said that the, Regular plain rice pudding looks a lot like um, love juice. Sure. The chocolate flavors like, you know, sex and drugs and rock and rocky road. That, you know, that that looks like I I hate I hate to say it, but it looks like a bad bowel movement. (laughs) (laughs) You hate to say it, but you need the people to know what it looks like. I mean, I mean. I mean, I mean, we're 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 here to talk frankly, right? I just want Absolutely, to this is a safe space. Absolutely. So, you know, and raspberry statement, raspberry statement, is it, it, it's raspberries. It's it, it's food. It's actually good pudding in the end. But when you have them in, when you have three flavors in a Moby, okay, <laughs> and that's eighty ounces of pudding. That's, that is it's a staggering that. amount of pud. <laughs> It's an awful lot of pudding. And you're like, <laughs> so much. what is it selling for this year? It's the, that's like fifty dollars of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big family that you're feeding with. Yeah, I, I brought I brought it up for my family for for an event. 
But I didn't like that the the, the, the black pudding was touching the white pudding, the touching the 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 the, 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 um, the raspberry kind of colored pudding. Yeah, it, it was gross. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a it was a swirling mess. Um, and so I noticed you can also you can also get toppings. What is your what's your take on the toppings? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and the toppings, of course, also have like really stupid names. Okay, first of all, the toppings in general are known as Jesus droppings. <laughs> Ooh, what? Okay, <laughs> that's um, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you could get like, and basically there's the same kind of toppings that you might get at like a Cold Stone Creamery or something like you could get toasted coconut, which they call blessings, you know, black magic, which is brownie bits, um, toasted oh, yeah. pound cake. That's good. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what? You'd, you could get little pieces of pound cake on top of your rice pudding. <laughs> oh my god, how nice! That is nice. That that I'm just gonna give you a quick preview. That is going on one of my puddings. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. J- Jimmy's. You get chocolate chips, oatmeal. Sure. Sure. Incredible. Okay. Incredible. Yeah. The- all right, so um, so so you're obviously more experienced with this menu than us. Do you want to uh, do you want to pick your three out first and and sort of show us how this is done? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so I like rice pudding flavored rice pudding. So I okay. go old fashioned romance. Okay. Great. Um. And then. I'm gonna have a nice big Oreo gasm. Oh yeah! Oh boy! Now what? I just sorry to, to backtrack just briefly. What is rice pudding flavored rice pudding to you? If you had to describe it to someone who's never had rice pudding, what um, would you say it is? Well, I mean, basically, it, it, it's it's milk and rice and sugar, um, okay. and probably something gelatinous or something like like it, it, it's a big gooey thing, and it, mm. it's a dessert. Okay, maybe it, maybe okay. a little little hint of cinnamon in there. Oh yeah, nutmeg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna um, finish off with some fluent and French toast. Oh, that good sounds choice. really good. That one very sounds very nice. That's gonna have your cinnamon. Do you think that has any powdered sugar taste? Oh yeah, I've I've, I've tried I've tried almost every flavor they they offer. <laughs> and and okay. are you getting a topping or no? Is that is that I mean, amateur hour? Toppings. Okay. All right, William, you want to go? Yes. Um, all right. So this is my first time, so forgive me if this this is this is not the the ideal order. I'm going to do death, taxes, and espresso with chocolate chips. That's numero uno. (laughs) Um, What do you think that's going to taste like other than that it has espresso chocolate chips? Because there's no indication of what it tastes like based on that description. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a coffee forward uh, coffee forward rice pudding. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
It's probably going to be a darker one, right? It, Buck, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Um, well, it's it's basically it's basically like a coffee cocoa kind of thing. A coffee cocoa, okay. Coffee cocoa. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get. Oh, is Butterscotch Boulevard Sunset Boulevard? Oh, yeah. Death taxes. What is the usual it conclusion to death taxes and death taxes and. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's just death it, it, and taxes. It's just death and taxes. Those are the okay. two things. Right, that, right, right. And and then they've added espresso chips. Espresso right? with chocolate chips. Okay. To uh, this. I'm going to go for So I've got my death taxes, espresso chips. I'm going to do the... Uh, I, I got to the panacotta. <laughs> I got to the panacotta. Because okay. I'm a sucker for rhyme. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't sure. really know what panna cotta is. I always think it's a bread thing, but I, then I'm, I'm told it's it's more like a pudding thing, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, panna that to me. That one is stumped the rice to riches expert. Okay. <laughs> that's that's okay. pretty incredible with your second one. And my, my final one, I'm going to go in for chocolate chip flirt. All right. Ooh, very nice. And yeah. what what – Brings you to that one. Chocolate chip flirt. I mean, uh, several of these, I don't really know what they're going for. Did we already f- try to figure out what, like, what is the adjective that chocolate chip is replacing there? N- nothing. They've added chocolate chip <laughs> to the word flirt. Okay. I mean, but it has to be like, uh, I feel like all of these are supposed to be some sort of punny thing, right? Yeah. All right, the, <laughs> it's a mystery. I mean, Listeners, let us know. Several. <laughs> um, all right, and I am going to get a topping because you know, got to try it. Um, I'm going to get the buttery graham crumble, aka the mischief. Mm, that is a <laughs> that is a great choice. That is a great choice. Um, okay, I at least know. Two of mine. Okay. I'm going to for sure, for sure, get the cream sickle tickle. Ooh. Uh, I don't see ooh. that one on mine. Uh, it's on some menu I've stumbled upon. This is another place that I think has multiple menus listed in other places. And the one I have found, which is on the, the main site, but has, is broken down in a very weird way where it says only one flavor and then there's – like you can unlock additional flavors if you get two flavors. Oh wow! Uh, and it's also broken down by months for some reason. Oh, uh, yeah. I just want to say that like Rice to Riches does have, if you've noticed, a like frequent buyers club, like a, uh, a Rice of the Month club. It's called My Monthly Friend, oh, <laughs> which God. does seem like. How they ex- explain like the menstrual cycle in a fifties sort of right? Um, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Your monthly friend, although in this case it might be the Shylock who's coming to um, collect the big that he gave you a break on on Fridays, but otherwise. My has been empty, son. <laughs> <laughs> I need another Moby. <laughs> That's eighty ounces. 
<laughs> I tell you but, something. Uh, instead of being fitted with, fitted with cement shoes, you could be fitted with like rice pudding <laughs> shoes. Just attach two <laughs> Mobies to your feet. So he, he's swimming with the Mobies. <laughs> um. Yes. If any place has um, rice kernel um, fitted shoes, uh, <laughs> so. I the I love creamsicles. I think creamsicles are a really underrated dessert, and I look forward to uh, the rice pudding take on a on a creamsicle. Uh, it sounds absolutely abhorrent to me. <laughs> mm. uh, and then I'm gonna get the gingerbread joyride because I love gingerbread. That's the truth. Wow, that sounds really good. Again, I don't see it on my menu, but you know, if you if you found it, go for it. I'm on some kind of again. Yes, it's it, that's the December um, two flavor unlock. Okay. Uh, um, and then um, I'm gonna get the it takes two to peach mango. Ooh. <laughs> That is to say, it takes two to tango or two peach mango. <laughs> <laughs> Great order, and you're you're definitely getting a topping, right? Yes, I as as previously foreshadowed, I am going to get the flourish toasted buttery pound cake. Mm. Mm. That sounds so good. I love pound cake. That's the truth of it. Yeah, I love pound cake too. And, and I love the icing on it. Did I tell you this recently, William? I found out I like icing, not so much frosting. Oh. Icing, not frosting. Yeah. It's different. Uh, great. Thank you. St- took the question right out uh, of my mouth. I don't exactly know what the compositional difference is, but, like, icing is what you'll often find on, like, a um, – like a glazed donut, I feel like, or on again, like not to just use the same example, but like on a pound cake, you're not really going to get frosting. You're getting like a drizzled sort of anything that's like a drizzled thing is likely to be icing. So frosting is like like the thick stuff on a cake, you mean? (laughs) Exactly. And icing is maybe on like your cinnamon, your um, cinnamon roll, um, that, that sort of thing. A lemon cake. Wow! Wow! For lemon cake heads out there. Oh well, thanks for thanks for feeling comfortable enough with both of us to to let us in on that, Simon. Yeah, yeah, icing. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people will be, will just bury that. Well, I was hoping that I would get some support on a preference from either one of you, but oh. um, I'm happy to stand out. <laughs> I there don't alone. think I really like frosting or icing. Oh God! I'm a I'm a neither nor. Okay, all right. Not even a cream cheese frosting? Buck, where are you? Oh, definitely not cream cheese frosting. What about that? um, uh, What's that stuff that they make designer cakes out of? Isn't that mascarpone? Uh, Oh, mascarpone. Mascarpone is good. Yeah? I don't really know what that is. Do you you prefer the man-made or the... the natural mascarpone. I, I, when when I was, I eventually got to try the the, the man-made mascarpone, yeah. and it was quite good. But it was like the the pudding that was that they advertised that was never actually in the place when I was recuperating. Oh, okay. Sort of the unicorn. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, 
how often are you 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 getting rice to riches these days? I'm in the neighborhood once in a while. I brought it once, like when Simon and I worked together. I think for a team meeting, like when we. Do you remember that? I don't remember the specific rice to riches day, but. Um, I think to a team meeting. Simon was famous at the team meeting because when it was into his term to buy, and everyone wanted tacos, he bought one taco box for the entire team. We're probably <laughs> but Buck, I was trying to be a good company man because I brought back a, a an enormous amount of money that. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, and everyone got to, got to pick their favorite coworker to share a taco with. <laughs> you got like a third of a taco. <laughs> Simon, we had one other like really interesting. We have a few other e- eating adventures that that I, I think bear mentioning, because you wanted to make up for your taco fiasco by getting hoagies for the team. Oh yeah, and so you took me to this place. It was like on Fourteenth Street. Yes. And it was like this basement place that sold – it sold like office machinery. And like, <laughs> it reminded me of the place like in Breaking Bad, you know, the vacuum cleaner repair man who like makes – gives people secret identities and finds them like, like, like places to live where they're off the grid. Yeah, no, this was – William William uh, spotted this place, Pena's, Pena's Subs. Oh, Pena's Subs. Yeah, exactly. It was like a. Go ahead. Didn't it seem like they repaired like machinery there or something? It, it was weird. It was like a shady. Kind, it wasn't like a bodega exactly, but it, it had like uh, like like um, head. It was like kind of a head shop, right? Like it had like a bunch of like uh, pot smoking devices yeah. and like, and like uh, lighters with like naked women on them. And then, but in the way back. <laughs> If you knew where to look, there was a man selling old blimpy subs with, like, the ingredients and materials that he had clearly got from the time when there was a blimpy next door. That had long closed. And so he was just sort of, like, cycling through that, like, last order that he had gotten and marketing it as Pina's subs. <laughs> it was incredible. It was not good, but it do was you want, incredible. Do you want Pena's Blimpy's original? The, <laughs> the bread was the first to go. The bread was noticeably <laughs> I, stale. I got more than one sandwich from there that had obvious mold on it. <laughs> but it was incredible, like, the, the sort of uh, the pioneer, like, spirit that that is so talked about in 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 American you know capitalism that Mr. Pena was really exhibiting that like he would not <laughs> die. This incredible shit to get to the place where it actually sold food in that store. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And then your reward was rotten blimpies. Right. Right. <laughs> A chain that no everyone has decided for the last thirty years that they don't want to exist yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be blimpies outside of Madison Square Garden. There were blimpies everywhere across this nation, Buck, and they've all been eliminated. <laughs> There's one still in downtown Brooklyn. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I think they're they're work. working off that that final shipment. Pina was working off of too. <laughs> How bad do you have to be to have the same like business model as Quiznos and Subway and fail <laughs> catastrophically? Yeah. Well, yeah. They don't have a. They don't really have something that separates them. Like Quiznos is the toasted sub. Everything is toasted. Subway is kind of the original, and they have, like, their sort of healthy, you know, shtick. But Blimpies is just, like, the same but fewer options. But the, the bread is bre- harder because it's much right, older. The, bre- the bread is, is moldy. <laughs> have you never had a Blimpies, Buck? I have. Okay, good, yeah. That's, that's sort of a Treasure Island destination. I would say <laughs> yes. I mean, when I went to the garden... By the way, I think one of the best podcasts you guys ever did, um, and this was, I think, for maybe next time, was when you located the cheap eats at the Barclays Center. Oh, oh thank yeah. you. Thank you. That was actually useful. And yeah. uh, it, it, it's obvious that you get, you guys had, like, considered where do you eat without, like, breaking the bank. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time thinking about it and losing a lot of money (laughs) in the process of figuring that out. Right, exactly. Exactly. Right, and there's that one place you can go that's sort of like hidden. It's like a a vendor that's like placed behind another vendor. Yeah, the Jack Daniel Hut. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the go to places. Oh, for yes, sure. Yes, exactly, for sure. exactly. We were Always. talking about the the place that we missed the most, uh, the thing we missed the most about being able to go to games, and that was Simon's, actually, the Jack Daniels. <laughs> I love that place. Um, okay, well, Buck, uh, now is probably the part we sh- we should decide whether we think we <laughs> we want to go to this place now, Buck. If you say no. I will be a bit perturbed since you've been there <laughs> upwards of 20 plus times. But it's... 19 was in the same month. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but are, 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 are we a go for taking the the not so lengthy trip to to the West Village uh, to to eat at a rice kernel shaped table? I'll tell you something. Yes, I want to go there, and I tell you something. When you go there, there are little rice-shaped signs with rice-themed aphorisms on them, and oh. so it, it, you know, it, it, it is a full experience. So I, I just want to read a couple to you, if I can. Oh, please. Because because when you go back there, when I go back there, like you, you always sort of like look for them. You know, one says like. Sleep till you're hung- sleep till you sleep till you're hungry. Eat till you're sleepy. Okay. <laughs> and another says, if loving pudding is wrong, I don't want to be right. Nice. Again, okay, that's <laughs> extremely generic. Another <laughs> says, low fat, f that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and this is a truly goes back to like sort of like your Hamilton era American history. Give me rice pudding or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> the no the, the state motto said. of Rhode Island. Exactly, exactly. That is perfect because rice pudding, as we've discussed, is something that you you <laughs> cannot really 
have very strong opinions of. <laughs> amazing, amazing affirmations. <laughs> um, I think, all right, when this pandemic ends, I might want to like make one of those revenge stores, a rice pudding revenge store. You know, like like Larry David had, and you, you read every once in a while where you open up another place next door to drive this place out of business. Oh, for sure. Right, right. Sure, so, you're going to... Yeah, just chocolate pudding or just tapioca. <laughs> Ooh, tapioca would honestly get my vote. I, I love tapioca pudding. Is it extremely similar to rice pudding? Yes, but it's so much better in my view. I'm a tapioca pudding nut. I mean, a tapioca pudding nut who I can't remember the last time I had tapioca pudding, but I do think I like it. <laughs> what would be your, your reasoning, Buck, for, for wanting to, to drive this place out of business? I just, I, I think the press that I'd get out of that, like pudding against pudding. <laughs> and the other thing is like, you know, I think... Uh, any anybody who likes like lives in the in, in the in the Trump Tower and goes into like a criminal organization with the concierge at the Trump Tower, you got to take that person off, and you got to. <laughs> okay, sure. sure. That's completely fair. Um, Simon, I assume that you're down to go, right? I'm I'm a, I'm a big time yes. I uh, you know I I am you know. The, the theme, theming stuff and funny names on menus, we, we often, Buck, we'll, we'll go to places where maybe the cocktails have funny names or themed names and or maybe like the desserts or something. But a lot of the menu items are just like Caesar salad, chicken fingers, um, and they kind of they, they're kind of lazy about it. But Rice to Riches not only is hard, hard themed. From the tables to the affirmations <laughs> to the containers, the sturdy containers, like they're fully on to the board windows, with, to the to very the, the infrastructure of the building. <laughs> right, exactly. So that I respect that more than almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you very much for coming. Are you going to go, William? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm in. Uh, I. <laughs> I. I'm getting the play it again, butter pecan, uh, <laughs> Moby style, personal Moby. Yes. Eighty ounces of butter pecan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Simon, do you want to tell people where they can uh, send menu suggestions for us? Yes, send us your menu suggestions to letter U, talking. Oh, no, no, buddy. No, no. Y-O-U. Sorry. Send us your menu suggestions <laughs> to Y-O-U talking number two menu at gmail.com or follow us and send us a, a DM. Get in our DMs here. At, slide uh, into the DMs. Come sli- on, man. Sorry, Come slide on. Slide into the DMs uh, at... Um, Letter U talking number two menu on Instagram and to a lesser degree Twitter. <laughs> uh, Buck, thank you very much for coming on. This was an incredible suggestion. 
if you <laughs> if you have any more ideas for for single item restaurants you'd like to go to in or around <laughs> Manhattan, we would love to have you back. Uh, this is well, really fun. About that. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been yeah, really yeah, fun. Thank you, Buck. All right, and we'll we'll uh, talk to people next time.